0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah! Five, four, three, two, one. We are the worldwide IT Guys. <laughs> a little warm up of our voices. We're getting our uh, vocals ready.
2: It's funny, I have a uh, P one. No, you don't. Their premier ticket open up with Microsoft. Oh sure, it, it sure. It looks sure. like they're. Um, so I I sent them we we get this ticket open it immediately gets upgraded to like the team that can help it looks like it's a bug in azure who knows but it, it's funny they have after upgrading it, they asked for information I gave it to them I haven't per- heard back in 3 weeks
0: 3, you know. weeks, three weeks holy shit. I what? keep
2: pinging them once a week oh. and what's hilarious is the the person that's in charge has had an out of office reply the whole 3 weeks where she goes i'm attending an event today <laughs>
3: <laughs> what's the event the birthday i, of I my don't guess. know she it's just the says, the says my child. Child. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. i gave
2: birth. Well, i mean i could understand like sure. i mean you would think if it's a long leave you would just have uh, uh, you know something that i'll be out of the office for the month of yeah you know september or october yeah. Which made sense when it first started because it was like around ignite, you know. But that's sure. that's
1: done. Wait, y- you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah, over but there? maybe
0: we- she got another ignite. You- I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think
1: I think we should we should not only link in Stalker but Facebook stalker. What do you think? We're really <laughs> good at that. We trying could. to find out exactly Just who
2: friend request her on who?
1: Facebook for P1 support. Who are you? Hey.
2: What's her name? Hey, hey what obviously are you doing? the support thing isn't working. Let's get the friendship thing working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Maybe we need to connect on a different level. I think we started out on the wrong foot. What's her name? Uh, just send it to me, Sean. I'm well, calling. yeah, I mean, I'm not
2: going to say <laughs> Don't say it, yeah. but just
3: send it to me on, on our, our messenger me. platform. Yeah, I will. <laughs> and I will friend her right now.
1: Alright, so we are the World Wide guys. We will stalk you if needed. Um, yes. I'm Dion. Ross.
0: Elisa. Hey
1: John. This is Sean. Alright, so that's how we're gonna kick off the week. Um, it's been a kind of busy week in our uh, our world um involving our outsourced uh You have lots uh, of transformation uh, talk, don't you? That's what you told I'm me this Why do. We never talk transform it's not transformation. We've already been it's it's been burned to the ground. And they're yet to rebuild it. That's how it, we haven't transformed anything. It's like, yeah, it's
0: yeah. We we pass very far transformation. We are not in apocalypse.
1: Yes. Apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that, that's how I would describe it. Um. The uh, it's so bad, and I don't want to <laughs> say the word transformation anymore. That I want to go to our our IT hub, and I want to take that widget off that says, "For more information about the transformation, yeah. please click here." Because if you go to that, if you follow that through, it actually takes you to a brand new page that's been rebranded with, hey, if you'd like some more information, you should really check out, hey, there's some job opportunities and this and that. You should and
2: replace it with an image of a dumpster fire <laughs> and just say, for more
1: information about
2: our IT support.
1: Um, yeah, well, I you know there, there was that... Um, I think there was that internship for uh, communications. Yes, I'm going to apply for that. I really thought, you know, I mean, you're going to have to dump your chief title. I don't know. Well, you
0: you already have a lot of experience in communications. I do. I
3: know a lot about communications. But I mean. (laughs)
0: Actually, you are getting a degree in Photoshop right now.
1: (laughs) I definitely am. (laughs) Um, So technically not really transforming anymore, just trying to survive day by day um this week i so last week i had still ridden the vacation high of i you know i came back to work i was refreshed i was i was good to go and i wasn't going to let any silly tickets bring me down right so <laughs> you silly silly you're not going to affect my mood yeah, it well, i wasn't going to let a silly ticket bring me down minutes. anymore and i said i'm i'm on to bigger and better things I'm going to engage on uh, new, these new projects, and I'm going to focus my efforts there, and whatever happens with support happens with support. Meanwhile, um, our partner in IT support had other ideas of how my <laughs> past 10 days was going to be, and all I've done is spend my life living in tickets and responding to people about a directory that I don't really support, manage, or have any control over.
2: And, is this our uh, Active Directory? It is
1: our Active okay, Directory. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I just keep finding random servers that don't have the proper security policies. They decided to change, uh, instead of allowing 10 bad passwords, they've made it five for some reason. Yeah, they just change random. They they change random shit all of the time, and um, I I, at the end of the day, have to say, listen... The application that we've built to manage our directory integrations say, is running... You friend, why just, are you changing this on Just it? fine. <laughs> our, our shit's just fine.
0: But maybe um, they have... Uh, Sean said two weeks ago, or m- more or less, that they may have an intern who is learning how to uh, uh, manage Active Directory and change some random would, properties would, to see what I, is going on. I think on.
2: the way they do the RAD environment, it's like the hotel in the movie The Shining, where there's just like... <laughs> Different rooms,
0: and people oh are working
2: God. on them, <laughs> you, you know, like learning home improvement, and,
1: uh, <laughs> you know, you're never really going to get a consistent... Hey, have you ever rolled out a, a group policy to an entire <laughs> yeah. domain?
3: Oh. to give it a shot. <laughs> Pretty interesting <Yeah. laughs> work. Co- <laughs> let's use this company over here and see what happens. What oh if oh I take this hey, box right over here.
1: here? I'm not going to yeah. answer this call on the, yeah. on the pod, just in case.
0: What but, if I change um, this number?
2: So anyways, some of some of them some of them they're teaching me things too like <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago they said everyone's familiar with basically maximum password age, <laughs> which is that after 60 days or whatnot you have to change your password you know they make you cycle through passwords. I was not familiar with oh, the yeah. concept of a minimum, minimum password, Oh yeah which is that you have Amazing. to use a password for at least. You gotta in use it. days. Like, I yeah. don't want you to just cycle through a bunch real fast. So, so some little curious fella set <laughs> that, that one day so we had all these people who forgot their passwords it would do an admin reset and the system would be like nope i'm gonna insist you use that for a day sir that
1: one <laughs> before you choose a new password we're gonna make you think about that one yeah. okay we, we think about what you we did we
2: figured it out pretty fast you know i mean there's only so many errors you can get like in that situation uh. but i was like Like that's not something that happens accidentally. Like you don't just install a printer and it switches your global network to minimum Uh, password age one day. Like somebody (laughs) actually changed that. It's like like, there must have been somebody like, "What the hell's a minimum password, Bob?" (laughs) 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 Phil, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Let's try this in production. Uh, Yeah, in
1: production. That's the other funny thing. It's in production. It's all in production. Yeah. There's no audit of who made this change, yeah. is there? No, and no. we've talked about that. And they, you well, know. that was
2: the best. The one time, like, listen, we would we would love to audit this, like, we would, as, as much as you. But I mean, we've got about 800 megs of free hard drive space. <laughs> across the, remember, they were like, like it's like, yes, yeah, so auditing's great, but not if it fails over all the PDCs because I mean, we run out of hard drive space.
1: That <laughs> doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> you understand hard drive space. You know, like, we're talking, it could actually be, like, a hundred gig of space to audit yeah. all of these admin transactions. We're like, yeah, do you want me to ship you the drive now? Or, yeah, like, exactly. it's like, what the fuck? Um,
4: and I'll throw in 900 gigabytes extra just for you. Just Yeah. Exactly. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like, buddy, I can go asked to join a new gym. do <laughs> get a USB stick by just looking around. <laughs> I could send that to you. <laughs> they will say like Bally's Fitness that's where, where our corporate logging gets written to.
3: Wait, <laughs> what was our was the uh, our, our shirt idea we wanted to do that uh Diehard Consulting was yes. one. No, yeah. Or, not or the consulting. Cable Solutions. The Cable Solutions. Yes.
1: Oh, cabling <laughs>
2: solutions. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'll send you a Cable Solution uh, USB drive. Yeah. I'll oh, take great. care of it. So, anyways, some the past ten days has been dealing with just all of these issues, and on top of it, we had some accounts that needed to get synchronized. Their passwords were different in two directories. We had asked people for a while to kind of go and reset that. They ignored us, and we finally said, "All right, well, listen, we're just gonna we're gonna sync these things back up. We're gonna make you go change your password." You got. You answered your covert. Back to normal. We're going to get you back to the state in which you're changing your password in the right place. It's syncing everywhere you need it to. Mm -hmm. And, um, that number turned out to be near 4,000 people. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. We had to do what we had to do. Um, and, uh, (laughs) I can't imagine that, that morning for our partner that day where, where all of a sudden, they see all these tickets coming in. And and the only thing that pisses me off about that on, on reciprocating side is they said there was a global outage. <laughs> <laughs> they used the word global. At our opco because there were so many passwords that expired. They labeled every single ticket that came through and to us as a global outage for our application. And every, that's, I a, that's a
2: perfect example of what it's like to work with them because we warn them that there's going to be a change made. There are a lot of accounts that are in a bad state mm-hmm. that will be forced to correct themselves come Monday. They're like, I got it. I got it. The phone bank lights noted. up. They're like, yeah, noted.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> noted? The phone bank lights up, and they're like, yeah, I can't get
1: into my account. They're like, global outage.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, my God. <laughs> what <laughs> happened? Do the news. To- declare global outage.
1: I don't know what happened. I don't know what's happening here.
0: Please do Please
1: do the needful. Do the needful. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> so, at <laughs> least with the, the uh, turn of the
4: day. Yeah. Yeah. Noted. So,
1: yeah, it was noted. Um, so, so it <laughs> happened. We had some fallout. We finally got back to a place where we, we were happy. And then all of our Active Directory infrastructure fell apart. These security th- rules were off. I've got tickets all over the place. People are getting locked for no reason. Then Wi-Fi to start si- decides not to start, you know, working anymore in numerous regions, and it's just like what a clusterfuck of shit to happen in the past, well, less than two weeks. Yeah, and but
0: those you know, are are things that we don't manage, and because people got problems at the beginning of the week, anything, we are getting all the tickets yes,
1: but because around the world. We've told everybody that we own password management, and you must change it through our web <laughs> interface. Anything password-related is our fault. Yeah. Because, of course, the web page and the directory services must be broken and has nothing to do with the fact that you aren't enforcing any group policies, no security policies, your fucking Wi-Fi is a piece of shit. Yeah, it's not any of that shit, right? But it's, it's definitely the web services that have not shown one error yeah. in months.
0: They don't understand anything.
1: So, anyways, <laughs> um, it's been, yeah, I've had... i have had better weeks? I've had from going from literally it was it was like a, a a sign of just when you think you're out of the woods why don't we just smack you back down and and really show you how shitty it can get Just burn down your forest yeah literally. it was just yeah i think i'm i think i'm i think i'm going to be fine uh and then i lost my shit so Um, so that, that is, uh, kind of our, our, our update in transformation slash, whatever our new term is going to be for that segment. Um, it, it's been, it, not only has it been a shitty 10 days for me, it's been a shitty time just in the world in general. Um, specifically on the Western Hemisphere for all of the people that have suffered through all these hurricanes that we've mentioned before, the response from our, um, don't say leader. No. Nope. From the guy who was elected after Barack Obama <laughs> to um everything else that has <sighs> just taken place. It's just been such a shit show for the past month. I you know, I don't even know how to we really can't I don't want to dive into anything too deep, but it's really just been a lot of bad. Especially this week, um, with what happened in uh, Las Vegas. It's just been it's like Overwhelmingly negative despair. And it's like, oh, when, when is this going to get better? Um, you know, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> um, the, the, I to be. I'm just going to go into the, the the Vegas shooting real quick. Um, I ride the train with uh, a good friend. Uh, his name's Larry, and uh, we talked We've talked about numerous. He, he's like a like a. a, a um, he works on these development projects and he was working on the post office renovation here in chicago and i was keeping tabs on well if 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 we end up moving or or, or some big companies decide to move in there i'd like to you know you keep he keeps me abreast of what's happening there and and it's very cool information and we talk all the time and we buy each other beers and you know we take the same train home often and and it's just kind of cool to see larry and talk to larry on the train ride home um and larry um I went to bed uh, with Larry? Sunday night. With Larry? And <laughs> I went to bed with Larry. And it was the best night it, ever. It was
2: a bad day. The world was falling um, apart, and I went to the arms of Larry. I it know, so la- literally, I was watching <laughs> Larry football. <and> me.
1: <laughs> Larry took care of everything. Um, so Sunday night, I went to bed after watching football, and, and I saw Larry's last post, which was uh, um, uh, he was in Vegas and he was going to the, the, the concert. Oh, wow. Yeah. And his post was literally a picture of the stage. Yeah. And I went to sleep. Yeah, And I woke up Monday morning early for some reason. You know, I usually yeah. wake up a couple minutes before my alarm goes off. It's just yeah. one of those things. I'm sure everybody's familiar with that. I woke not up about enough. a half hour before <laughs> for my – except for Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean <Because> has <laughs> no idea what that off. even means. <laughs> so I was, up, I was up at like 5.30. And I just woke up and I'm like, all right, I turn the TV on. And the first thing I see is this breaking news, hor- horrendous event <laughs> at the concert. And my heart was like, oh, my God. So I went right to Facebook because I'm like, you it's know. Yeah, it's okay Yeah. I mean, this is what you do nowadays. You go to Facebook sure. and find out if they've checked in from a hurricane and they survived or a volcano or an earthquake or whatever catastrophic yeah. event. Social media kind of, for better or worse, lets you know this person's safe. And his daughter did say that he was fine. Um, they That's were safely, good. um, you know, at their hotel, and I have yet to talk to Larry about his personal, um, experience, but I did see an update where he basically said there was a security guard that saved not only their lives, but their lives, but hundreds of others. S- specifically, one man saved oh, hundreds wow. of lives, and I can't wait to hear that story, but that really, for the first time, Close to home, and I can't imagine what has happened over the years with all of these events where somebody's had a friend or a family member actually lost at one of these horrendous shooting events. And you know, I was just kind of like, what? You know, who who would I drink beer with on the the train ride home if Larry? You know, if something worse had happened? So um, it was, you know, it was for me. It was one of those that that impacted me more than you know the, the Sandy Hook thing. Just based on who it impacted and what, that was horrendous. But, you know, we've had these events less than every 12 months in our country and it's getting worse. And I have numerous times since Monday written something in support of something I've read on the internet and deleted it and not posted it. Because every time I want to say something, I just, I, I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I've just kind of been trained to not get too emotional in in posts, whether it's an email for work or anything on social media and I kind of back away. But this is something that really has been kind of itching at me and I, I, I want to say to all of those out there that think more guns and you know more good guys with guns is the is the solution. Sure. It's complete fucking bullshit. And every time anybody ever says statistics show, I want to shove in their face the fact that we can't actually do research on gun violence in our country because our government won't allow it. And that's a fucking statement of fact. So anyways, it just really pisses me off. And every time I want to post something, some statistics, some article, some you know, some actual f- not-fake-news article, I'm worried that I'm going to get some asshole with an opinion piece that basically says, you know, nothing ever backs up what you're saying, and I, you know, I want to basically say, well, show me something that has actually been done to prove research on this. So, anyways, that really impacted me, along with everything else that's going on in my world. It's been a really shitty week, and to start our October, um, and you know, that was something. It's the worst. Uh, it's the worst mass shooting in the history uh, of our country. Um, we've had the worst. Uh, hurricanes in the history of our country. We've heard, you know, it's just been a very devastating time in America. Not to mention we've got 45 running around being a complete asshole. Just, there, there is no excuse. There's nothing to talk about. Um, if you haven't seen him throw paper towels out in Puerto Rico to hurricane survivors, it,
2: yeah.
1: it's just the epitome of I have no fucking sense of what's happening he was
2: kind of hilarious that whole trip First, did you see when he was speaking to Geraldo Rivera he's like we're gonna have to wipe away their debt <laughs> you know which there's no way he actually means he doesn't know what he's talking about but yeah. then this is my favorite transcript here where uh there's a guy in an Air Force uniform who he sees while he's walking the streets did you guys yeah, see this transcript yeah, yeah, it's yeah pretty he, great. he goes so he starts talking and he's like making the cameras look at this this uh Air Force guy he goes
0: mm.
2: he's clearly in an Air Force uniform because a lot of people get to see the real Coast Guard during this incredible trouble, and especially I think here and in Texas, it was incredible what Mm-mm. they did. So thank you all very much. We appreciate it, really appreciate it. He then looks over to him. He goes, "Would you like to say something on behalf of your men and women?" He goes, "Sir, I'm representing the Air Force." <laughs> 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 he goes, yeah. Oh, I know. I know.
3: Oh, that. yeah, know yeah, that. yeah, yeah.
1: Not, yeah. Of course you I do. Of course. So I,
3: I, I, yeah. I know people that live in San Juan, and they've been posting on yeah. on social media about. His whole visit and everything he's done, and they're pretty pissed off. And sure. they were saying that that whole news conference with him throwing out the paper towels, all those people were actors. I mean, that, that oh, they, sure. they hired to come into this, you know, room, cheer, to him, cheer him on, and, on and catch and paper yeah.
1: paper towels you. and yeah. say, Oh everyone. my God. That's how you're he the
2: announced best. his right. uh, candidacy. Like, he'll never go in front. That is one thing about him. He's like a master showman in that he knows how to create images that certain people will interpret as flattering to him like he will never like you know like there's an old rule in show business you never give the mic uh to kids you, you know because you right. don't you, you don't know what they're going to do you know, Unpredictable. like that yes. yeah he, he'll never go in front of a room where he could have to deal with people that will uh go against him
0: is right. it possible that desperate people will be so quiet and cheerful after he plays with their rolling?
1: Yeah. yeah, if, he's, totally yeah, bad, if, you have, if yeah. he yeah if he hasn't if he hasn't stacked the deck or the crowd literally with his people yeah cheering he won't for go him, he, he won't, won't go yeah,
2: he, yeah
1: that's why he does yeah. these rallies but yeah. I don't want to dwell on but he's
3: so efficient he left early yesterday so efficient I left so early. efficient I you know <laughs> hug people I bless babies and I was out of there uh, in record time oh my god I. Uh, yeah.
4: So, <laughs> so efficient in my job, I got fired after this weekend.
1: Yes, it is. Um, so uh, let's back away from forty-five for a second. The other thing that happened this weekend on on a, on a funny note was uh, I like watching SNL. I've always watched SNL um, for a well, long time. Well, I was going
3: to bring up one other. They've had
1: they've had a few with, things with, with on story.
3: SNL. Well, before you get to SNL. Uh, one of my train buddies, I told you about this on Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Pulled a Flannery. Yes.
3: Yeah, uh, right, right.
2: So, the mock- story about... Flannery, if you can yeah. call we it. We could have... Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so, we're, we're on the train. I ride the train with the same people every day. And uh, she's all perky and excited. She's like... I'm going to Vegas this weekend. It's going to be
1: awesome. I just didn't realize because she, she had not seen Yeah, before we news. move off the, the yeah. tragedy. Oh, yeah, was, she, oh was ex- she
2: didn't know about it? That's yeah, sort yeah, of not, funny. Like, before
1: we move off that, she was, like, super excited about Vegas. Yeah, I know, man.
2: Yeah. The house might give you better odds. <laughs> you know, after a tragedy, you know, like, man, they got to keep those doors open. Mandalay Bay can't shut down. I will.
1: You know. So, uh, the other follow up story to that is um, I did have a few text conversations with my friend Larry from there. Yeah. And basically, he had said everybody there was amazing, except for the guy shooting yes. people.
2: <laughs> yes. He was, was real party pooper. Except yeah. for that guy. Yeah.
1: Everybody was amazing. The, the literally the, the security guard that saved hundreds of people. Right. Yeah. Um, the hotels, the yeah. response from everybody, the people in the crowd with them. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the woman cab drivers video yet regarding that. No. So essentially, <laughs> I, what happens I think with these cab drivers in Vegas is they basically say where the the crowds are. Like, oh hey guys, you got to get over to Mandalay Bay because there's a there's sure. a big backup here or whatever. Right. So they literally are on like speaker with a ton of other cab drivers or maybe they're periscoping or I don't know what the fuck they're doing and she was recording her entire thing and she's like I don't know what's going on that's a weird sound I don't know I'm just going to do a loop here and she's like talking to herself and other people and you can see in the background on the 32nd floor of Mentally Bay the flashes happening from the window which is just a weird thing she ends up picking up people and they're screaming and her tone in the entire video is kind of weird because she stays calm the entire time and she's just kind of like, okay, um, yeah, stop stop screaming. They're like, thousands are dead. The whole place is good. Everybody's dead. She's like, okay, so where do you guys want to go? Where should I drop you off? <laughs> yeah. <And I> was <laughs> you guys want like, to see the strip? Uh, Holy crap, yeah, yeah, the professionalism yeah. of this woman who knows. Yeah, yeah. What, like, There's literally dozens of people crossing the street, and they're like, go, go, go. Reminded yeah. me of your story. We're like, yeah, this yeah, city's yeah. on fire. You yeah. got to Go. Literally, and she's yeah. like, um, yeah. "Yeah, so there's people in the street. I really can't go right now. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna let them pass." You know, it was just like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. Anyways, but not to make it, you know, fun of yeah, the yeah. serious but anyways, situation. She, yeah. This
3: girl came on the train and she's like, "Vegas, baby, Vegas." That's Vegas. They were like looking at her like. You
2: um, haven't turned on the news um, yet. have You You have not yes. watched any news so, yet. So, or have done that?
1: Yeah. SNL back to SNL. Anyways, uh, of of course they opened with the Trump thing, which is very funny, um, and they have a new cast, but they're. The the thing that stole the show for me was literally a commercial during the break where they had the announcer come on and basically say, Hey Siri, download the SNL app. And my phone fucking woke up because the asshole commercial dude (laughs) said it so perfectly that my phone was like, I, I don't understand. Could you ask me again? I could just imagine if my phone actually did understand that and what st- brought me right to the app store, loaded the the SNL app up and like asked me to download and install it. I'm like, this is fucking genius if you think about it. Like these commercials that say, you know, hey Amazon and inst- you know download season three of House of Cards or some shit. You just get it's some like- guy randomly saying it and you're you're. You know, Alexa wakes up and is like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to go do this," or like, "Oh, my phone does that," or "Hey, Google." I just can imagine like these voice announcers now, these commercials or like.
2: Isn't there like the story that went viral a few months ago? I don't know if we ever talked about it here. Was like like a local San Diego news station was doing a report on Alexa and like the. The per, you know how they always just do candid shots of people using the technology. The woman is inside her house, and she goes, "Alexa, order a dollhouse for my daughter," and just like thousands of dollhouses were supposedly <laughs> ordered.
3: So that's what happened at Deanne's house. Yeah,
2: because they were, you know, they just had it on. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, the UI, like, excuse me, the AI, like, isn't smart enough yet, or... It,
1: it was the first yeah. time I had experienced that myself, because the guy's voice was so clear. He had enough of a Chicago accent. He yeah. knew exactly, it sounded just like me. I was yeah. like, hey, asshole, order a fucking, uh... <laughs> or download that Some fucking Janata. app, eh? yeah. yeah. Anyways, it was it, so it was very funny. I it was the first time it happened to me. I thought it was very funny. Um, and it happened, you know, when I was watching SNL. So I do have the SNL app installed, thanks Siri and um, uh, NBC. So my phone um, wakes up when I say serious. Every time you say serious. <laughs> Whenever sir, I say Are you serious?
2: Are you, <laughs> it's lighting you know, up right ding?
1: now. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, it's another room, so
1: um That's funny. Uh I don't know where to go from here. We're just going to kind of jump all over the place. I wanted to bring up... Did you guys see the Snowball Prize thing? Snowball?
2: Snowball Prize or Nobel? Nobel Prize. Nobel, Nobel Prize. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't seen it, no.
1: So... I, don't ask me how to explain um, Einstein's theory of... Um,
0: of think these gravitational
1: about, waves. But it, basically yeah, but it was very cool. but
0: think about... Uh, piece of fabric with some balls in it. Yes. The weight of the balls make the gravitational waves. That's all.
1: Yeah, I watched the video yeah. and it pretty much did exactly what you said, yeah, but it makes sense. It. But the fact that it took the scientists at the exact moment in time to have the gravitational wave that happened I, I forget what they said, millions of years ago, finally reach us right at the point where we were able to Recognize it mm-hmm. near miracle status. So the fact that these three guys figured out how to to calculate to a precision uh, uh, that was needed for these gravitational waves, it, it essentially proved um, an Einstein theory uh, about uh, about black holes, and and I, it, it was pretty. Cr- I, again, I'm the worst person to ask about this. I, I but it was really cool. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about it, and um, didn't so, didn't you know, this be-
4: happen like a couple of years back? There was a whole facility, in, I think California that was created to actually measure them, and then they're just getting the Nobel Peace Prize now, or am I yeah, wrong? Yeah, you
2: usually get it years later. Like, you yeah, usually, you do a breakthrough, and then they they sort of wait and see how. Like how important that become, they sort of let history judge it a little bit. Like you usually when you get like the guys who got the Nobel Prize for like discovering DNA didn't get it till like twenty five years.
3: It's a lot of paperwork after. you got to do. I mean, it's it's a lot was, of documentation. But so yeah, you're. I'm sure it's wave, the same
2: group, but you usually don't get the Nobel
1: Prize till like several to many years later.
4: Because I remember, I remember it the, was in
1: 2015 that the gravitational yeah. wave was observed. It was exactly as Elisa said that the gravitational weight of our universe impacted space and time, and because weight did impact space and time, it kind of proves that there's a, a reasonable chance that time travel could happen based on this whole thing the about light traveling to the same place, reflecting back, and not coming back to the same place at the exact same time. The
0: problem is that the so. light is coming, or the, yeah, the, the light that black holes were detected... Is coming so far away that the angle... Uh, I'm talking about a little of geometry. The angle is so, so tiny that to detect any differences between the between the expected angle and the actual angle that you are measuring lays on the error of the instruments. It's so, so precise. So having, yeah, yeah, yeah. having better instruments... Make you uh, your, your measurements more precise, so now we are able to detect the, the disturbance from big uh, masses in the in the space
1: right and the fact that it was coming the wave was happening in a period where we finally were
0: able to detect
1: it again seems to
0: bore no, but
4: you see, on a, you, you see you see you'll see some
1: sort of wave and it was yeah it was
0: it's, it's not like a w- in the video they they exaggerate yeah. uh, the waves the waves are so so the, the the wavelength is so so tiny that you can't detect uh, as i said uh, it's like in in the in the in the same uh it's like the the error mes- measurement, so right, yeah, it's it's so difficult to detect. It was and pretty now, cool. now they could actually define this is not error, this is a me- actual measurement, and we found a very huge thing here.
1: So Einstein predicts it a hundred years ago. Yep. These three scientists prove and study it in 2015, and then this year they win the Nobel Prize for essentially proving that there is this this weight that can impact time and space which i thought was just crazy so um i wish i could explain it better um but i'll post the link to the video um so that it's there with our podcast um oh uh so i wanted to bring up the fact that i need a new microwave ross and i was wondering if you wanted to have my old microwave to develop some sort of uh if you need the parts for anything.
4: T- take out the Transformer, throw everything else away. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. Oh, actually... He's, uh, he's collecting um parts of various machines. We don't know exactly what he's building, <laughs> um, but he, he constantly asks me for... for, for, for no, there are, Adapters and... Um, so, there are a couple of If you guys have plutonium, he <laughs> would love coils some. And, you know. No,
4: but for example, if I was to go to Amazon and buy uh, a, uh, an AC to DC adapter that I need anytime i want to do anything with with small electronics they go anywhere between like 20 to 30 bucks and on a yearly basis i think i was throwing away like 40 of them a a year if i was just saving them for like all the old cell phones and all the appliances that we throw away i you know i'd never have to buy another one again (coughs) the same thing for example with with printers so a couple of like six months ago i needed uh needed like a small dc motor for something and i went to amazon and the cheapest one was like 20 bucks and you can go to Walmart and buy a printer for thirty dollars. That thing will have multiple servers and multiple DC motors, a DC adapter, and a whole bunch of additional parts. Like it, it's cheaper to buy the printer and just disassemble it than to buy the parts that are actually in it. Which okay. is why have you seen I our workroom, by the way. Well, I I, I stocked up. I've okay. killed a few printers, oh, and now now I'm, uh, right. now I'm, I'm just good. Making
1: sure. But um, I figured you could really do some damage with a microwave, so I thought I'd, I'd share um, some of those parts with you.
4: Yeah, the Transformer, take the Transformer. Throw <laughs> That's all you need there. is a
1: power source. You, okay. Um, I wanted to bring that up, too. Um, so, uh, the Bear of the Week is a Revolution Oktoberfest. Um, we have had it now two weeks in a row. This is the first week I'm posting it, I, I think. Um podcasts are usually blurry for me. I don't I remember one week to another, so they just <laughs> kind of all blend in. But um on our way back from lunch today we were talking about Elisa's uh upcoming trip. She's gonna be off for two weeks.
0: Oh yes, this is and, a good story.
1: Um she uh where are you going and what are you doing?
0: I'm going to San Francisco uh to visit several places in Silicon Valley with V. I learned how to pronounce at least the V. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm coming to NASA, to GitHub, Google, Apple, um, HP, Dell, and so. she's visiting the Googleplex, NASA, Stanford,
1: and Berkeley, the new Apple San campus. Cool. To start, <laughs> she's visiting also multiple garages. She's going to all these excellent, cool places, and I basically was like, listen. I, I want to like hide in your suitcase and just go on the trip with you. That sounds amazing. I can't even believe you're going to all these places. Super jealous. Um, and then y- there was a decision to make though on, on how you were going to yeah, spend your time they, in, in California. So
0: actually, they were offering a long trip and a shorter one. The shorter one was focused on, uh, technology whilst, uh, visits to different companies, universities, and so on and so forth, but the next three uh, days that they are going to spend in California is going to LA. I didn't want to go to LA uh, because it's just for tourism, and I don't want to spend my money on that. I prefer to spend my money with my partner when he's here. Uh, So I didn't... I, I didn't book that uh, extra I, days.
1: And I think John and I. Agreed and when that, yeah, when you I told to. them,
0: they say, "Yeah, L.A. is awful. <laughs> people is uh, uh, fake, um, and uh, I well, hate them." And I uh, you wrote, know, okay. Thank maybe
1: you. Maybe not the podcast. <laughs> so we do we friends. Sean would have we got friends of the, the show LA. in uh, in L.A.
0: Sorry, um, L.A. people.
1: But um, <laughs> so I think a lot of us have an L.A. story. And you know, John, what's your LA story? Is nice. No, no I, th- I think yours is better. No, story but your your story is nice though. No, I think
0: you, you start with yours. You spend some time with your ex girlfriend. Yeah, maybe I, that's why I, you. It was you like break a weekend up.
3: trip to LA, and I wish I had that weekend back. That's
1: <laughs> right? that. So, so, that, so we started with that response. To okay, um, that's not good. And then I think I've shared on this podcast in the past, but I'll repeat it just for Elisa because she hasn't heard it. Um, when I first started in IT, I was with one of our sister companies, and they wanted to send me to L.A. to learn kind of all of their systems and, and meet some of the support staff because the majority of their IT team was based out of L.A. So, you know, my first or second month with, with um, uh, the, the sister company, it's a recruitment advertising agency, they sent me out to L.A. to talk to, like, all the IT guys and meet my new boss and all this stuff, and it was super fun and um I literally land, I walk in the office, and I'm like, hey, dude, nice to see you, nice to meet you. Yeah, this is the office, so you want to go grab some lunch? I'm like, yeah, I'm starving, that sounds great. So, like, all right, so it's like, you know, it's like a 15-minute walk. I'm like, don't care, I've been sitting forever on the plane. So we walk to this place underneath the expressway, and we sit down, and... um uh, I realize it's a strip club. There oh. were no windows. Um, and basically the way they sold it as we were walking over, like, dude, room with the view. This place has got the <laughs> best view in LA. And I'm like, okay, um, we're, we're walking underneath the expressway. Did you uh, eat There are anything? no windows on this place. And it's got the best view. And we sit down and they're like, dude, the wings are the best. You gotta try the wings. And I'm like, um... Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. You got to try the chicken. What? Yeah, the chicken breast. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, thanks. It was a horrible. <laughs> it was. It was just all of these puns. It was like, the, it, can you imagine a strip club at like 12:30 in the afternoon? I mean, it was it's just
3: that, that's, the, that's the JV squad too. Just, You're not getting the varsity I squad. I mean,
1: <laughs> not that I was even like that. Was just like okay. um, Thanks for welcoming me to the team, everybody.
3: <laughs> um, I had a similar story. My, that
1: was just... I mean, So that was my first LA experience, by the way. so my, yeah, My that, first
3: yeah. first job out of college, I had to go on a work trip to uh, Phoenix. And uh, this is back when the internet bubble was humongous yeah. and we spent tons of Dot money. Com, so I was out in Phoenix at this resort and Mike Tyson was my next door neighbor in my hotel. And uh, Mike Tyson. so the client takes us to a strip club. And so I'm at a strip club. I'm 24 years old with all these old men. They're like in their 60s. I seriously felt like the movie Cocoon, where <laughs> all these old men are like suddenly, like
1: feel yes! like they're 15 years, years old again, and they're just yes. like
3: rejuvenated. I I felt so dirty oh, after that, man. but uh, yeah, they were yeah. paying,
1: so I went. I mean, I did have the French dip, and it was good, but you know, <laughs> I you know, I yeah, so, <laughs> um. So I, you know, those are those are that's my LA story. I know Sean's been out to LA a few times. I don't know if you've gotten any good LA-like stories that would kind of describe how it's different from New York. Because we were trying to describe like, what it's like to live in New York, what it's like to live in Chicago in the Midwest, what it's like to live in LA. And we were like, yeah, LA is like not on the top of our list to move to.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I don't like it as much. I mean, the thing about LA is it's so spread out and it's There's so much traffic that your whole life is dictated by, like, what hassle you want to drive through, you you know? Like, the traffic is just terrible all the time. It's too many people. Yeah, it's also funny because it's changing a little bit with Lyft and Uber, but the other thing that's sort of funny about it is because you have to drive absolutely everywhere, there's like no such thing as like a neighborhood pub or something like that. Like, for somebody like me who likes to go out and have beers, it's funny that... (laughs) They everybody would leave early in the night because, like, oh, i got to drive home. So they have a separate happy hour that starts at 10 p.m. and goes to last call. So they have happy hour from 2 to 6. There's really only full price for about 3 hours a day. And then from 6 <laughs> to 10, you pay full price. And I remember, like, that first time I was there, like, I saw that sign. I'm like, is this right? Like, beers are going to be $2 starting at 10 p.m.? They're like, yeah, dude, everybody goes home. And I was like... Millions would die in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the city would fall apart if you let Chicagoans drink $2 beers. At 10 o'clock at um, night, yeah, yeah. 10 to 4, 10 to 4. Oh, yeah. my God. This place. I mean, it would be a public health act. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You would have to build 30 hospitals before you started the program, you know? Like, and, like, that to me was, like, the biggest difference.
1: Lyft and Uber would be like, uh, you know, a trillion-dollar company. Yeah. They would just be... <laughs> no, Le- people wouldn't oh, go anywhere. They'd just sleep, yeah. right? Yep. Oh, my God. That is just crazy. I just watched the movie
3: Singles, or uh, Swingers.
1: Swingers. Yeah. Swingers before yeah, you go. Yeah, baby.
2: L.A. actually can't. It has some cool... Bar- it can be... If it weren't for the damn traffic, there's, like, a lot of cool parts of it. You know, the weather is great. The people are actually pretty cool. The, the people are cooler than their reputation I don't know I we, we,
3: we said the opposite because I, really? I think it's full of douchebags Well, uh, and man, big, and it might and be
2: the circles people. I run in there's yeah. also like a lot of artists out there you and, actually you know.
1: work with reputable people maybe well he was yeah. with cool people uh, I was yeah. with my ex-girlfriend yeah yeah, so. yeah well yeah. but I mean you know the, the impression people. I got and get from a lot of people is they're there to try and make it big and there's more people trying to make it than yeah. actually making it right Sure. so sure, you sure. see a lot of that out there so you know the
2: struggling artists are usually cool though you know um but, yeah, it's just like the car makes the city impossible in the traffic, you know.
3: So what's the difference between L.A. and, like, Nashville, which is another city that's, like, struggling people trying to make it? I mean, I, I love Nashville. I think it's a great city.
1: I mean, Nashville's awesome. the opinion I've gotten from everybody who's gone to both, and after this, so, literally, and this is it's bad timing, but so last week my buddy Mike, who I go to all these concerts with, basically says, hey, our our other friend um uh is is turning 40 soon and we should like we should go to Vegas and I didn't respond to him cuz you know we got busy weekends and and then Monday morning I respond to him and I go yeah so Vegas is off the table <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um But why don't we do like Nashville Because I honestly like Nashville Nashville's sounds great. Yeah. Nashville's sounds great. an awesome town I would love to like maybe yeah. even catch a, a Hawks game Or something and yeah. then just You know like a weekend in Nashville Sounds more appealing to me than going to any Almost any other city at this point yeah. Based on its proximity to where we are in the Midwest What, what you can do What you can see sure. The experience, the, color the bars, there. the music, the, the sports <laughs> Oh that's right he went to uh, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt right? yeah, He lives uh, owns yes. that town Cutler owns that town now, um, which Cutler can't go to the bathroom in Nashville. Yeah, Cutler, friend of the show, um, uh, right, Gavin? And then uh, we—he's right
0: missing Gavin. Oh,
1: okay.
4: No, it's just my phone.
1: It's fine. all right. So, anyways, um, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that's the next place where I would go to try and like go have like a, a fun weekend or a fun week somewhere. We There's go once Nashville. a year there yeah. at least. It's great. So that that sounds like a lot of fun. Um... I, oh, I was going to bring up, and this isn't really a a, a a transformation story, but this is just a personal experience that's happened to me lately. Um, I keep getting these calls on my phone from <laughs> random cities. And I know we've mentioned this before, but lately um, I have been added to um, like, I don't know if anybody's registered a domain name recently, but um, at our company I've been added to essentially like a, a email distribution group that sends and receives emails for domain registrations. And somehow they got my name, they got my cell phone, and they're calling and texting me constantly with fucking spam and all of these voice messages um, that basically uh, are like five or six seconds long with nothing. And so I keep getting these calls and I'm like, oh, you know, maybe this is the help desk. I gotta answer this ticket. And I pick it up and it's you know, It's a random, oh, hey, we see you've registered this. Would you like to own that? Or some other bullshit. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have time for this, and I hang up. Um But there was... It really reminded me of all of these random calls I get where, whether it's the service desk or these spam calls, where I will see a call, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to roll the dice and pick this up. And then I pick it up, and... <laughs> There was literally numerous times where I heard somebody go, (sighs) and they hung up. (laughs) I
0: was like, like, "What the fuck? You didn't even like." I wasn't
2: ready. It's like when you are calling a girl, like like, you know, when you are (laughs) in high school and you are so nervous. She picks up, like, (laughs) ah, (laughs) hang up, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So when I, El Diablo, I want to talk to him. (laughs) When they hear Dion's voice, hello, this is Dion. Yeah, my god, no. Dios mío, it's el diablo. No,
3: don't. Um so but what I don't even, what uh what city are they now masking their calls from? All
1: right. From? So so for everybody who's who's in for while so it was position, like Colorado. Right. And I can still tell you that most of them from the service desk are still Colorado. If you see Colorado call, most likely it's okay. our service desk trying to get you. If you see a call from Clearwater, Florida, it's bullshit if you see a call from anything in texas it's bullshit <laughs> um the only other numbers i have been getting are um that were bullshit oh there i got a voicemail right now looking at my phone um i'm not gonna listen to it live on the air because you never know what that could be um but it's an <laughs> 888 unknown number but the miami ones are bullshit the dallas ones are bullshit the tampa ones are bullshit clearwater's bullshit atlanta ga's bullshit
0: Everything from don't the south. They live in you.
1: warm places. Why don't we live there with them? Bangor, Maine. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit.
3: Bullshit.
1: Another bullshit. Washington DC. Bullshit. bullshit. Those are these are yeah. all people calling me about domain registration shit. Clearwater, Florida, Wilmington, Delaware, um uh well I get, you know, the United Kingdom ones not bullshit, but I wish it was. <laughs> and um yeah, so every single city I just mentioned, if you guys yeah. get, don't answer it. Let it go to voicemail. They won't leave you a voicemail. And then if it is a service test, they'll say, left a voicemail, didn't respond, closing the ticket in like, you know, 72 hours. And you're just like, uh, uh, asshole, it's Friday. You called me at 2 fucking AM and you're going to close the ticket before I get in on Monday morning. Yeah, real shocker. Um, I also did get a uh, a Skype for Business um string of messages at 2 a.m. on Monday morning regarding everything we talked about earlier that I didn't mention. And I really wanted to share that with with um, other people that we're working with um, and say, hey, is this standard practice to contact people in the middle of their night when they're sleeping? So that my phone fucking vibrates and goes off and says, hey, you got a message. But
0: for them, it's not middle of the night. I know. They forget that we are here. But
1: is that... Is that okay though? I don't know. I mean, should I just be calling anybody when I'm happy with the time of day? <laughs> I mean, I'm here working. I don't yeah. give a fuck if it's two a.m. your time. Wake the fuck up and answer my question.
0: Sure, you should.
1: Do I should that. do that. All right. Ow, you're fucked. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's a friend of the show. Um, all right. I don't know. I fit. I fit pretty much the hit list that I had uh, of topics that I wanted to cover. I don't know if anybody, oh John, did you see my Commodore 64 post? Yeah, so what about that? I I saw that uh, All right, so the latest craze in like gadgets and gaming is kay. this rebirth of like Nintendo 64s where it's like it looks exactly like the device we grew up with. Yes. But it's like a, a tenth of the size. It, like fits in your backpack, right? And it it holds every game that ever came out for that console in the device.
0: So you will buy it and hide in like in a suitcase or in your bag. Like it almost
1: fits in your pocket. The Nintendo sixty four thing. But what came out that that John and I have uh, some um, memories of are the Commodore sixty four, and the Commodore sixty four is coming out with the mini version. And it plays all of the games and does all the codes and is essentially the computer that we grew up with, and in in the palm of your hand, right? Mm-hmm. Wow! And it, it's just really, really, really cool. How um,
0: how do you type in those tiny things? Because you have fat fat fingers. Oh
1: man, she's closed. John's got John's got sausages over there. Look at those <laughs> things.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: That's Thanks, Dion. I mean. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you you would type two keys at the mo- at the same time. True,
1: it's a true statement. Um, it's more about the games, and I mean, you would figure it out. You can get a stylus or something seems okay. to type. I mean, I don't know. It, no, it, it just looked really cool. Maybe it, Americans have become too
2: fat for it. Yes,
1: <laughs> you can yes. no longer play. Can't a long time. Sixty four. This game will not survive. Um, but I just thought it was kind of a cool trend that they're kind of shrinking everything down mm-hmm. into a very affordable it has HDMI
3: and USB retro. Yeah, awesome.
1: It's got USB, it's got a, it comes with a controller. It, it yep. looked very cool. I yep. just I wanted to share that with John because John John actually had his original Commodore 64 still sitting in a box in his garage yes. that, from when he was a kid. Yes. And my Commodore 64 was lost in a flood um like, you know, 10-15 years ago. So, I, I didn't get to keep mine. Um, but John's like, well, I don't know, buy me a beer and it's yours. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, deal. So, I have John's Commodore 64 on my own.
3: Gavin has my, uh, Nintendo he system. He does. Too. With, with the,
1: with the gray gun that shoots the duck gun. Gray hunts. gun. Duck hunt gun. Gray and gun. And Zelda gun. Duck I think. hunt gun was pre. Yep. That looks like yeah. a real gun. We're going to have to make it orange or else you might get <laughs> in trouble. Um, so, so that's a big deal. Um, I just thought I want yeah that was kind of a, a fun thing to um, to share with with John. Um, anything else? I think that's it for me. You nothing else, uh, Sean? No, it's not kind of a down
3: week of, this week. It's kind of a I know. I kind of week. really a good podcast. I really
1: brought I us down early. No, no, no. This was good. I brought us down early. There was a lot. There was a lot of negative stuff that that was going on this week, but um, you know, we we. Uh, we have a lot of, of of things to look forward to. I you know, I yeah. So we police is off for two weeks, uh, John Next and, everybody's and I are doing a five weekend, and, you know. So we're yeah. <laughs> A lot of good things to look forward to. Um, oh and uh, uh, happy birthday to Sean. His birthday is tomorrow. Oh, uh, October fifth. You know Sean yep. um, Is this your real birthday?
2: I had to be reminded today that it was Tomorrow's your birthday. That tomorrow was it your birthday.
1: real birthday or Facebook it's birthday?
2: It's my real birthday. Okay. I think Facebook is correct. It's up to date. You finally updated it? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: I forget. What's the story about you having the wrong Facebook birthday?
2: No, what it was is the in the drop-down, I wasn't paying attention, and I didn't know which one was month and which one was day. That's confusing. So, yeah, it was like 10, oh, 10. Oh, you know, so
0: you you like had 10 of them. May?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, right, instead of uh, five, 5, 10, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. you put 10, 5. Yeah, got you it. Know, okay, all right. Well, yeah.
2: but then I got it in my head for a little bit that my birthday was October 10th because I I knew it wasn't in May. I've always known it was in October.
1: That's kind of the. the...
2: Then I got it. I've (laughs) never like I'm not a big birthday person. I'm not like Steve who hates them. Like it's not like that. (laughs) Like it's just. But I'm also not like I'm like my wife who like wants to make it all like a huge party and for everyone's birthday. I'm not really quite there
1: either. Like to me,
2: it's (laughs) you know.
1: I've never um forgotten my birthday. So that's a unique yeah. unique thing yeah. just for you yeah. in that we always ask you which birthday we're celebrating. Yep. And we do believe that it's part um you think you're gonna get free beer twice in a year. <laughs> that would be nice, yeah. Um, so, I should do. so you're like, yeah, it's my Facebook birthday and we give you a free beer because yeah. it's your yep. birthday. Yep. And then you're like, no it's my, my real birthday and then we doing. buy you lunch. So I yeah. mean yeah, we always thought you were playing yeah. the playing the, the system there. <laughs> Double dipping. Double <laughs> dipping. Yeah.
3: Yeah. My 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 first birthday when I was married I remember waking up in the morning, and my wife woke up. She said nothing to me. She went and checked her computer, looked on Facebook, yes, and noticed it was her husband's birthday, yes. and, and then came back to...
1: Oh, well, we it, don't want to know what she did, but that's great. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: But she was notified by Facebook it was her husband's birthday. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: shit. All right, John, you're going to be late from work, Sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've been the World Wide of Tea Guys. Please check us out on Instagram yes. and Twitter. And um, hope you have a good week. Thanks, later. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye. She doesn't listen to these, right, John? No. But oh, I told okay, you, Colger, I'm like, you didn't know it was my
3: birthday. You didn't go check on Facebook. That was my birthday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, my estor- my story was worse. I knew it was Fernando's birthday. But I forgot the day. And I started working. It was like Wednesday or Tuesday, uh, we were in Villa And I started working and chatting on the f- screen and these assholes and blah, blah, blah. And like, he, he was so quiet. He started working on <laughs> the computer, chatting <laughs> with people, and so quiet. Mm-hmm. And, like 12 p.m. it was like, oh, today is 12th of November it's your birthday yeah everybody told me happy yeah birthday. everybody's very, already wished
1: me one yeah, yeah thank you
0: <laughs> and I told a couple of people that you forgot mm-hmm. and I was waiting uh, at what time you will Yeah, get, guilt trip realize. totally it was like yes oh my gosh and he still remembers. Of course, every, course. Every of course. Just like, like John,
1: never is never going to forget that story. Right. Are you kidding me? No. Oof. Yeah.
0: But this—it was just a mistake. I, uh-huh. I woke up. I didn't know the day well, I didn't forget his birthday. I forgot the
1: date. I. So this is probably where we're going to get cut off. But I had a jewel manager, who came up to me one time. And I used to work at Jewel. I worked at Jewel for nine years and I had a Jewel manager come up to me and he basically said, the best thing happened to me over the weekend. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, what happened to you over the weekend? He's like, bye. I, uh, I turned 40 over the weekend. And I'm like, that's the best thing that ever happened to you? He goes, well, the best thing that ever happened is my wife forgot. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I'm still not following. And he goes, dude. My wife forgot it was my 40th birthday, and I had just got done celebrating her birthday, and we had a great anniversary, and she felt completely horrible. So she was basically like, anything you want to do... Yeah,
0: that is the problem. We we can do it.
1: And he's like, and you don't even want to know what me and my wife did this weekend. And I'm like, okay, dude, I don't even... I'm like... (laughs) I'm a junior in high school, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, we're good, we're good, we're good. No, 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 let me tell you. I'm like, I'd, awkward, <laughs> awkward. I got to call the union. This is not appropriate. Um, he ended up just continuing to tell me the entire story of what he and his wife did the entire weekend because he made her feel guilty. But, nonetheless...